Hey everyone, so today I was able to sit down and talk to um, Kyle Manwaring and I originally met Kyle because he was a TA of mine for one of my history classes that I took from probably the best history teacher I've ever had and I knew that Kyle went to Jerusalem as well so before I went to Jerusalem I had asked him a bunch of questions as well as asking like homework questions and then we just stayed close uh, via social media and Kyle back in November-ish, October, November, December time, he openly came out as gay and he ended up taking over the BYU Instagram story account, which if you don't go to BYU, you don't know what that means, but basically he was able to be on BYU's Instagram account and he was able to talk about um, being a gay member of the church and how that has affected him um, while at BYU. And so I really, as soon as he posted that, this was before I had let anyone else know that I wanted to make a podcast. I wrote his name down and I knew right away, right then and there, that I wanted to interview him. So today I was finally able to do that. And if you listen to one of my podcasts, it needs to be this one. I kid you not. And I know it's only month two of the podcast, but... This one was just so powerful and so wonderful to be able to sit down with someone who honestly really inspires me to be happy. And I hope that you all enjoy this podcast as well. So here is the episode. Okay, so today I'm sitting down with Kyle. Kyle actually used to be one of my TAs in history, so that's so fun. Um, I'll let Kyle introduce himself. Sweet. So, um, my name is Kyle. Um, like Caitlin said, I was her TA. Um, so that tells you what I like. I like um, American history a lot. Um, I'm from Provo, so I've lived in Utah my whole life. Um, I'm studying communications and history. Um, I'm just about to graduate. Super excited to be done. Um, I really like the mountains. I like being outside. I like hiking, um, running, um, I have a love-hate relationship with running. Sometimes I really like it, and then sometimes I don't. I'm in a phase where I don't like it right now. So um, <laughs> I'm in that phase all the time. <laughs> yeah, all the time. I don't know. What else? You love BYU sports? I love BYU sports. I'm obsessed to, like, an unhealthy level. Um, so. He loves it for the both of us because I'm on the opposite scale. <laughs> <laughs> Caitlin doesn't care. Um, yeah. No, I've traveled to, like, half the states watching sports. Um I waste too much time, but it brings me happiness. <laughs> right? There you go. So this episode's going to be about BYU sports. <laughs> yeah, why not? Just kidding. <laughs> you would lose me very quickly. <laughs> yeah, well, no, that's okay. Okay, um, another introductory question. Um, what is a life motto or quote or mantra that you like to live by? Sweet. So my big thing is I really like the phrase, um, the best is yet to come. Um, I actually, it was actually a BYU football coach that said it once. Um, so that's kind of where I first got introduced to it. But I think about that all the time. I have it like on my wall, on my phone, um, just to kind of think about the future and like how there's so many good things in store in the future. Um, and like my life has been good and great. And like, um, I just think it's healthy and super cool to have the perspective of like, there's going to be even greater things in the future. 
So, so that's my favorite one. Okay. I really like that. What coach said that? Bronco Mendenhall. Yep, I have no idea who that um, is. <laughs> yeah, he's my least favorite coach, but he said a good quote, so that's good. <laughs> there we go. That's why we like him. Okay, Kyle, do you mind just sharing your story? Yeah, of course. Okay, thank you. Of course. Um, so, like my story here at BYU? Or? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, um, I've grown up here and I've always known that I wanted to come to BYU. Um, I only applied to BYU, so I was lucky that I got it. <laughs> Um, but, um, I absolutely loved it. I wanted to come here. It's been really, really good. It's also been really, really hard. Um, but I knew that it would be hard. Um, for a long time in my life, I've known that I'm gay and I um, kind of pushed it off as far as I could, um, kind of dealing with it and trying to figure out what that meant until I got here to BYU. And then the last year specifically has been a whirlwind, um, kind of figuring out what that means. Um, but it's been a good good place to be. Um, and I've, so I've been working through a lot of ups and downs, um, trying to trying to figure out what my life will look like, trying to um, to get to a healthier spot, trying to um, to help other people. So it's been a good experience. Um what like made you decide to come out as gay? Um, I was absolutely miserable. <laughs> um, I went through years and years of hiding part of myself to mm-hmm. people, um, specifically my closest relationships with friends and family. Um, and it got to the point where I just knew I, I just kind of took a step back and was like, you know what, Kyle, you're absolutely miserable. Like, um, you need to try to change something. Um, and I wasn't going to change the fact that I'm gay because <laughs> that's not possible to change. Um, but I figured I could try to change my perspective a little bit. Um, and so that's why I kind of decided to come out. Another thing was also I, I made a lot of friends with people here at BYU that were struggling um, for similar reasons, and I wanted to try to to help in a small way. Um, and so so that's kind of what led me to come out um, honestly, for selfish reasons, trying to not be as miserable. Okay. I don't think that's selfish at all to not want to be miserable. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. I think that's very normal, and I think every human deserves to not be miserable. That's very true. That is true. <laughs> um, what have you? Did you receive any backlash from it? Um, very minimal. Very minimal backlash. Good. I, um, <laughs> I'll beat them up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, no. Uh, obviously, it's there. Obviously, there's misunderstandings, mm-hmm. and people don't understand or don't respond exactly how you'd like them to. Mm-hmm. But that's fine. People can do whatever they want. Um, but the majority of um, my experiences have been positive, have been good, and full of love and like. I'm so lucky and I, I have family and friends that are very loving and very patient with me. Um, but a lot of people don't. And so it's really sad for me and it's really hard for me. That's something I've been struggling a lot with recently is seeing a lot of my friends that, um, have been kicked out of their family, kicked out of home, um, or just treated worse, mm-hmm. um, because they have decided to to try to become less miserable themselves um so but yeah vast majority has been positive 
and I'm so grateful, so lucky, um, and happy about that. <laughs> no, that's awesome. Um, what opportunities have arisen because of coming out? Um, so and I guess and accepting. And accepting, yeah. Um, I think a lot of people always ask me like, what kind of led me to come out and what kind of helped me in that process. Mm-hmm. And looking back, I think my relationships with my family and friends, like they were there before and they're there now. Mm-hmm. My situation here at BYU was the same there as it is now. So I think the vast majority, 90% of the thing that has changed has been myself and my perspective on it. Um, but kind of accepting that and coming to feel comfortable with that, um, I've been able to have some cool experiences on campus here to try to help other students. Um, that may be struggling. I just came from a, a meeting that ran late, and so Caitlin was nice <laughs> to be patient. Um, but we were able to talk to professors um, in the Marriott School here at BYU that want to better help their LGBT students. Um, so we were able to—I was able to share my experiences, answer a bunch of bunch of questions, um, multiple times throughout the hour and a half, two hours I was there that. And people, everyone was crying and it was just a very, um, a very cool experience to, to one on one try to, try to help people better understand. Um, so that's one of the experiences I've been able to go to Israel where we talked a little bit about LGBT issues, um, with the Jewish population there and it was super, super cool. Um, and there's, so many ways to get involved and try to help other people and be a voice for good um, in any arena in life. And so I I tried to take that to heart and tried to not hold anything back. So okay, um, I guess why did you decide to become if you're okay with me using the word advocate mm-hmm. for LGBTQ people when you could have just come out and just like lived your life? Why why did you decide to like become a voice? Um, that's a great question. I think, um, I mean, I'm still figuring things out. I'm still experiencing life myself. Um, so I don't pretend like I know all the answers and have everything figured out. But I think that I have seen in my personal life the switch of like a pod to a positive attitude to acceptance and to love, um, has made me happier and healthier than ever before. Um, and I have been tried to be so vocal and so tried to be a little more like outgoing about it so mm-hmm. that hopefully other people would be inspired to come to a place where they're more healthy, where they're more happy. Um, and so I think the that's the biggest reason um, to try to help other people because no one, unless you've gone through what, what, my experiences have been unique and it's easy for some people to try to speak for, speak for LGBT students, but, um, I think it's important for LGBT students to speak for themselves and try to, um, try to help people better understand and better love. And I'm just a small, very like minor piece in that big puzzle that has been going on for a long time. Um, so yeah, that's part of the reason why. Okay. Um, Okay, I guess kind of switching into like the normal questions that I ask. 
Um, how do you define happiness? So a big thing for me with happiness is related to the future and kind of hope and optimism in the future. Um, to me, it's the times that I've noticed that I haven't been happy. It's because I've been overwhelmed about the future. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that I think there's something to be said about like being okay with the future, helping you be happy in the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a big part. Another big thing about happiness for me is my relationships with people. Okay. Um, I think um, I can't really like define happiness, but I like I I have pictures of happiness, like of my nieces and nephews, of my family, of my friends, of experiences where I've connected um, emotionally with people. Like those are moments of happiness to me, um, and and they feel so good. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. Um, so I guess day to day versus like on an eternal perspective, like where would you place joy and happiness and like contentment and satisfaction? Like in comparison with each other or like in importance? Both. Both? Sure. Whatever you want. <laughs> um, I think, I think it's easy to get like caught up in the words of like what's the difference between joy and happiness or eternal happiness or contentment um but i mean i think we're all striving for the same thing we all want to feel good mm-hmm. and we all want to be happy um and i think god wants us to be happy mm-hmm. um i know he does actually <laughs> um and i think it's very important i think that's the most important um reason for existence and for the plan is to provide happiness and to um, to help people learn how to be happy because yeah. sometimes it's not easy and sometimes it's not in our nature and like just instant response to be happy so I think that that's a big part of our reward is to be happy but also like the process of getting there is learning to be happy mm-hmm. have you ever felt like the plan of happiness wasn't Meant for you in that yep. moment? Yeah. Yeah. I've spent a, the majority of my life. I'm 20. How old am I? I'm 22. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've spent the majority of my life, 21 years of it. I guess I can't really say what I was like, one or two. But, okay. <laughs> the majority of my life feeling like I didn't deserve happiness. Okay. Didn't. Um, or at least my happiness looked different than other people. Mm-hmm. And so that was bad. Mm-hmm. Um And so I have had to make a lot of progress, and I still struggle with it sometimes, but um, it's taught me that happiness looks different for different people, and that's okay, and you can't dictate someone else's happiness. The only way you can be happy is yourself within, Um, and obviously there's external factors that help and that can help shape you, but um, happiness is a personal thing. And it, it's important. Um, what are some things in your life that do make you happy? So a lot of the small things make me really, really happy. The things that make me happiest are um, my niece and nephew. They're so cute. He, they, posts, on the, he posts on his Instagram stories all the time. I'm like, oh, they're adorable. <laughs> yeah, they're the cutest things, though. My niece will FaceTime me and tell me that she loves me, tell me that she's my best friend. Um, and it's hard not to be happy and to have a good day when that happens. Mm-hmm. Um, I also really like 
um, my friends, relationships with friends, moments where I can like be vulnerable with people, mm-hmm. um, make me really happy. Um, nature makes me happy being in the mountains. Um, when BYU wins, that makes me happy. <laughs> Sometimes that doesn't happen a lot. Um, but, um, it's honestly just like the small things. Um, I actually have a quote okay. that I want to share yes, please. from Benjamin Franklin because we love American history. Um, I, I'm obsessed with American history and obsessed with Benjamin Franklin. He said, happiness consists more in small conveniences or pleasures that occur every day than in great pieces of good fortune that happen but seldom. And I totally believe that. I think it's like the small things. It's like um, the little leaf you see walking to the campus or it's like the little kid um, that's smiling or it's um, just a variety of things that just make you happy. I think it's hard to explain, but um, it's important to try to recognize those things. Mm-hmm. And they're very personal and right. unique. They're so personal. Um, yeah, I was in a class once, a positive psychology class, where we had a semester-long project, and what I chose to do was take every time I felt happy to take a picture of whatever was making me happy mm-hmm. in that moment. So I, on my phone, I have this gallery of like all these random things that make me happy going like spanning from like people, most the majority of people, um, animals. Um, I have like pictures of random things on campus that have happened. One time I remember my um, headphones got tangled and I just couldn't untangle them and I was just laughing and it made me happy. And so I took a picture of my headphones. Um, but I think it's important to realize like happiness isn't really complicated. Okay. I think it's much simpler than a lot of people take it out to be. Okay make it out to be and so um yeah for me it's the small things okay why do you think we tend to overcomplicate happiness i think as humans we like to overcomplicate everything (laughs) and like to um um try to make things easier by like taking them out of our control okay um and i think that's not possible with happiness i think if you i've spent a lot of my life dictating my happiness based off of other people and their expectations for me and their um, reactions to to me. And I think, it, again, it comes from within, and it's not something that you can, like, push aside and, like, um, expect someone else to take care of for you. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people are pretty lazy. I am lazy, too. Mm-hmm. I take naps every day. Um, but, like, with your happiness, you can't be lazy. You have to try to you have to practice um and that's why i think that's why i say that i think we overcomplicate it we i think lots of times we say um if this happens it will make me happy i Mm -hmm. do it all the time i say if this person texts me back it will make me happy Mm -hmm. um if i get this grade it'll make me happy Mm -hmm. but that's not really how it should be and i think it simply it should just be like in the moment i'm happy and like there should be no question about that. You should just be okay being happy. Yeah, you can't put your happiness in uh, another person's hand. Right. Because they have the ability to crush it. <laughs> right, exactly. Exactly. You can, and it always ends up bad, and I can vouch for that till the day I die. So. Um, no, I 100% agree that like happiness is a choice, and yeah. that we all have to actively choose to be happy. It's mm-hmm. not just like, we can't be passive about it. We have to be there in the moment, like living it and living it for ourselves. Granted, our happiness 
and our choices can like help other people for sure. Exactly. And it can also hurt other people. But in the end, like our happiness is dependent on our own like choice. Yeah. I totally agree. Um so I guess going off like your little small things, like when you are in a bad mood, like what what's the first thing you do? <laughs> I probably don't do the <laughs> Instantly, I probably don't respond the best. <laughs> um, whenever I notice I'm in a bad mood, I too often just kind of don't do anything. <laughs> or just like, I'm like, okay, I feel bad. And I just like sit there. I take a nap or something. Hey, that's doing something. <laughs> yeah, no, it's true. But it always makes it worse for something. Um, so those are bad things to do, at least for me. Um, good things to do, I think, are always to reach out to other people. Mm-hmm. Um I like the happiest moments in my life have been like I, I've had some good moments like by myself, but like the top 100 happy moments of my life have always involved other people. Mm-hmm. And I, so I found it helpful. I need to do better at this, but I found it helpful if I ever start to feel bad, I like make myself go be with someone. Um, cause it's hard to, it's hard for me to feel bad about myself when I'm with someone. Cause I feel bad for like focusing on myself. Um, so I think reaching out is super big, um, to a friend, to a roommate, to um, someone in your class, um, is always important. Um, also I always like to go running whenever I get stressed or whenever I feel bad and that helps running with people is even better. Um, so yeah. Does that yes. answer? Okay. Yes, that answers. I wrote a whole paper. My writing 150 class is oh, a good. junior. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> took that class. <laughs> Just as long as you do it eventually. Yeah. But I wrote a whole paper about the importance of relationships, and I broke it down into relationships with uh, like your friends and family, romantic relationships, your – I renamed it your selfie-ship. <laughs> yeah, oh, gosh. <laughs> and then your relationship with a higher power yeah. or God. Yeah. Do you feel like those relationships have definitely played a role? Oh, yes, for sure. For sure. I think people and relationships change everything. Mm-hmm. Um, you, I was just talking about this in my meeting, and I, talk, think, I think about it and talk about it a lot. Like, life sucks, and life is hard. And the only good thing about life sometimes is that you don't have to be alone. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is something that has really helped me. I... I'm going to share another quote. Is that Do allowed? It. Yes. Share as many quotes as you want. <laughs> no, I'm big on quotes. Um, but I am obsessed with Winnie the Pooh. Oh, me too. I yeah. know your friends. <laughs> Win- yeah. Winnie the Pooh is incredible. Okay. So this is just a little, just a couple paragraphs. But um, Read it all. I'll read it all. Um, it occurred to Pooh and Piglet that they hadn't heard from Eeyore for several days. So they put on their hats and coats and trotted across the 100-acre wood to Eeyore's stick house. Inside the house was Eeyore. Hello, Eeyore, said Pooh. Hello, Pooh. Hello, Piglet, said Eeyore in a glum-sounding voice. We just thought we'd check in on you, said Piglet, because we hadn't heard from you, and we wanted to know if you were okay. Eeyore was silent for a moment. Am I okay? he asked. Eventually, well, I don't know, to be honest. Are any of us really okay? That's what I ask myself. All I can tell you, Pooh and Piglet, is that right now I feel rather sad and alone, and not much fun to be around. Which is why I haven't bothered you, because you wouldn't want to waste your time hanging out with someone who's sad, alone, and not much fun to be around. Pooh looked at Piglet, and Piglet looked at Pooh, and they both sat down, one on either side of Eeyore. Eeyore looked at them in surprise. What are you doing? We're sitting here with you, said Pooh, because we are your friends, and true friends don't care if someone is feeling sad or alone or not much fun to be around. 
True friends are there for you anyway, and so here we are. Oh, said Eeyore, oh. And the three of them sat there in silence, and while Pooh and Piglet said nothing at all, somehow, almost imperceptibly, Eeyore started to feel a very tiny little bit better, because Pooh and Piglet were there, no more, no less. And I just love that. I think about that a lot. Just like being with people can change a lot. Um, and happiness is something that is is personal, but I don't think it's meant to be just for you. I mm -hmm. think you're supposed to share it with other people. Um, and you're supposed to help other people when they are struggling to feel that. Um, and I think it's oftentimes easier than we make it out to be. Um, <laughs> yeah. Again, like overcomplicating things. I do it all the time, but, um, but I just love that. I, I don't know. Like, honestly, if I ever start feeling sad, I think about Winnie the Pooh and <laughs> Piglet. Piglet's my favorite one. Um, <laughs> And they just make me happy just because they're, it's so simple. It's mm -hmm. so simple. Um, and It was taught in a child's book. Exactly. Children understand it. And so why do we overcomplicate it? And I know, I know there's reasons that things can sometimes get out, get, get out of control. Some things are out of, out of your control. Your relationships, your um, environment, your bio, biology plays a big factor. Um, and, and so those are valid. But I think, we oftentimes just think we don't realize how much we can affect our own happiness. Mm -hmm. um, so beautifully said. Thank you. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> no, I really appreciate that. Yeah. Um, do you have any words of advice for those struggling with the same situation that you have gone through or with any other trial that they are possibly going through? Yeah, I think, yeah, I will, Answer the second part of your question. Okay. And ignore the first part. Okay. <laughs> Is that okay? Yeah. Go ahead. Because um, I could talk about the first part forever. But the second <laughs> part, I fully think that my experiences um, of being gay and feeling like I don't fit in at times mm -hmm. are more similar to everyone else's experiences than we think. Mm -hmm. Everyone has experiences and times where they don't feel like they fit in, where they don't mm -hmm. feel like they belong, where they don't feel happy where they don't have hope in the future. Everybody feels like that. Mm -hmm. And just because the reason mine is related to the specific reason and mm -hmm. yours is a different reason mm -hmm. doesn't mean we're not very similar. So I think something that would help people like myself who are struggling with um, sexuality um, would also help anybody in just... Um, it sounds stupid, but just... Um, trying to accept themselves more mm -hmm. and trying to be um, more happy. <laughs> and I hate when I hate when I'm sad and people are like, "Just be happy," because um, it just I don't know it irritates me. Um, but the thing I don't know. There's not the thing that I know is this that you are not meant to like go through life alone mm -hmm. and you're not meant to um to struggle alone. I think that like your struggles and your the times where you don't feel happy are given to you for a specific reason to be able to help other people in similar situations. Mm -hmm. So I would say that if you are struggling, try to look outside of yourself a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um I know for some people that might just be like a small thing about like Maybe I'll just like think about myself a little bit less. Maybe I'll like 
not eat this one candy bar or something. <laughs> but for some people, it might be bigger. It might be like opening up about your struggles. Um, and it's fine, whatever it is, however small the step is you have to take. But you have to take that step. Um, maybe it's talking to someone or reaching out to someone or asking someone if they're okay. Um, but I've found that like any small step I can take in trying to reach this goal of happiness, because I think happiness should be a goal and mm -hmm. you should never be happy with where you are mm -hmm. at being happy. Mm -hmm. um, you, you take a step and towards that and that will always help. Regardless if you're gay or straight or if you like BYU sports, if you don't, if you're a Republican or Democrat, all those fun things. Um, we all want the same things and like we're all so much more similar than we are different and like we deserve to be happy. I think that that's a big thing is mm -hmm. realizing that you deserve to be happy um, and not letting other people tell you that you don't. Mm -hmm. um, lastly, when did you realize that you deserved to be happy? That's a great question. Um, it's something I'm still working on, honestly. Um, I have to remind myself of it constantly. Um, but I think if I had to like pinpoint a specific event or series of events has been having a niece and nephew <laughs> um, and seeing how happy little kids are and like, they like don't, they're pretty dumb. Like they don't think about things, but like they're so happy and I don't think that their happiness is invalid. I think it's very real. And so I don't know, just seeing that, being, having that experience of having a niece and nephew and seeing them, seeing them be happy and kind of start to grow and go through life. Um, it's kind of made me want to be like a little kid again and like be happy like that. Um, and I think everyone deserves that and everyone should be like that. Um, so, so I'm super grateful for those experiences. Thank you. Do you have any last quotes or? <laughs> oh, you just don't want to ask that because I have so many quotes. Um, so, so, so many quotes. Um, I don't think I do have a quote. Guys, he came with a note card. This is how prepared he is. <laughs> I do have a quote. Okay. Um, it's from the Talmud. So, like, I love religion mm. and I love, like, various religions. I love Me too. Jews. Um, Me too. So, shout out to the Jews. Um, but this is from the Talmud. It says, Quote, if I am not for myself, who will be for me? If I am only for myself, what am I? And if not now, when? So you can think about that a lot. It's pretty complicated, too. <laughs> Honestly, I don't really understand it. But to me, what it means is, like, if I'm not going to do things to try to be happy, happier, who will? Like, you can't expect other people to make you happier. So you need to start now to to take again whatever small step that is to to be happy um, and I think take responsibility for your happiness and choosing I love like the idea of choosing to be happy because it's honestly a choice you have to make every every second is like do I choose to be happy and life's always better when you choose to be happy coming from someone that chooses lots of times to be unhappy and be grumpy and upset um but it's just so much better when you choose to be happy um, and i think that's how it's supposed to be thank you so much kyle <laughs> yeah you're welcome sitting down and <laughs> taking time and yep. chatting with me i really appreciate it you're welcome <laughs>
So after that, if you are in love with Kyle, then you guys are heartless people. I'm just kidding. But in all honesty, I don't re-listen to podcasts because I hate listening to my voice. I always give it to my roommate. And I'm like, okay, does this sound okay? Can you hear everything okay? But I re-listened to most of that podcast because I was just so incredibly grateful for everything that Kyle was able to share with us. And I don't think everyone quite understands. So I ask people to do these interviews and they're so willing to be vulnerable with me and with all of you and share part of their stories, part of their hearts. And they don't get anything in return. Like I'm not paying them. I don't even give them food. I should really start compensating people for their time. But they are just so good. And I'm so grateful for the opportunity that I have to be able to sit down and chat with these people. And, and it's only February, but I am so excited for this these next 11 months and just seeing all the people that I get to talk to. And going off of what uh, this podcast was kind of about, um, there are two things that I want you to do right now. The first one is go listen to Rosie Card's Q more, as in like Q, like question Q, M-O-R-E, more. And she has a podcast about being a Latter-day Saint ally. And I don't even think you need to be a member to be an ally to gay people. Um, you can just be an ally. And then also there is a talk from Eric Huntsman. He is a professor here at BYU and he gave a BYU devotional back in August and it's called Hard Sayings and Safe Spaces, Making Room for Struggle as well as Faith. And this was in August of 2018. So if you have time and y'all should have time, we all have the same amount of time in the day, I highly recommend go listening to these two speeches, podcasts, talks. Anyways, just listen to them because they truly opened my eyes of how I could be more loving to those around me. And I just hope that you all have a great day and that you recognize the opportunities that you have in your life to help other people choose happiness and how you can choose happiness for yourself. Have a good week. This podcast was brought to you by no one. Don't have any sponsors. <laughs> Probably will never get a sponsor. Have a good week, guys. See you next week. See ya. Bye.